and welcome to another Scots We Hey podcast. And this is our Best Music of 2019 podcast. I'm going to say part one, because I'm joined uh, by Mark and Gary from uh, Cumbernauld FM's Postcards from the Underground show. Hello, guys. Hello. Hello. And uh, I'll say this is part one, because I'm going to return the favour and be on your show on the... 8th of, 8th of um, December 8th of December 8th which December. we don't know when this is going out so it's either going to be in the future or I will have been <laughs> but we'll let you know about that um, and on that show we're going to talk about our favourite albums uh, of the year but I thought for this we'll just do what we normally do and just talk about the Scottish music of the last year so um, do you have highlights that you could uh, talk about? Gary? <laughs> <laughs> Very good Mark. Well I kind of the way I approached this and the kind of idea that Mark had gave me about this was kind of looking at it from a singles and tracks point yeah, of view. Yeah, that's what I think we should do, definitely. So, the first thing that came straight into my, my head was memes, blah, 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 was probably, I would say, my single of the year. You mentioned this going. on the show quite a lot. Yeah. I just love that track. Two minutes, two, two and a half minutes maybe, it's just... But sometimes you get a track that just absolutely sticks with you yeah. and you can just say, um, you know, that is, for some reason, that stuck with me through the whole year. Or, um, I mean, there are, there's, there's plenty of those, I think. But, yeah, some often there's one which absolutely sticks out. For me, Lowland Slacks, Postscript in Blue. Which oh. you played in our show. That's, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, but that has stuck with me. I mean, that came out in the early part of the year, I think, yeah. about March or something like that. And um, a, since seeing them live and, and all of that kind of thing. But yeah, that just track is just such a quality single and it's totally stuck with me. Uh, well, I, I would say that with, with memes with blah, blah, blah. I, I think... It, um, it, it, it just, just stuck, it resonated and, and stuck. There's, I wouldn't say there's much to it. It's not the most complicated track, but it's just kind of in your face and good two and a half minutes, kind of. Well, I think so, the one that's kind of stuck with me is Domicile's. And yes, we yes. first saw Don Sales and Evil Hairdressers. Yes. And seeing them live is just incredible. Yeah. The noise that they just put out is unbelievable. And the album, the singles, everything they've released so far has been absolutely fantastic. It's funny, they were a band that a few years ago, maybe as much as three years ago, can it be that? Maybe not as many as that. My brother who uh, lives up in Braemar got in touch and said, I've just heard this band Don Sales, I've heard one thing from them and I absolutely love it. And then I didn't hear much about them until last night from Glasgow said they were going to be putting out yeah. the album and then the single started coming out. As you say, to see them live is something yeah. else. I yeah, think the... I've seen them out with and they played in the, in the British Legion, kind of, of all <laughs> places, and it was really, really good. Uh, they were really, really good. So it's the track, um, the opening track of the album, Six Degrees of Separation. I just think what a way to open an album. Mm-hmm. Because it just starts and it builds up for about a minute and a half. There's a long intro. I think there's so much going on in the track, but it's so tied in together. And the, the sound of the drums in it as well, because we had spoke about yeah. the drummer the last time, uh, Oren Moore, and the way the drums tied, every, there's so many synths going on, the guitars, I just think it's brilliant, and the drumming just ties it all in. It's one of these weird things that I've noticed over the last year, probably before, but for this year in particular, it's come to my attention. There's so many great drummers yeah. around, you know, and, and as... There probably always has been, but I've noticed that with the bands, the ones that really stick out, almost like real masters of uh, of their instrument. And the guy um, from Domicile's, sorry, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, uh, is, is fantastic. Yeah. But as you say, live, I mean, I've seen them a couple of times, maybe three times live, and they seem to, 
what's clever about what they do is they seem to tailor it to the venue that they're playing. Yeah. Because if they played as loudly as they did or more in the old hairdressers, we would all have lost our hearing. Aye, because it was, um, I think that was this year, wasn't it? It was three bands, three cities. Yes. We were supposed to do Glasgow, Edinburgh and Dundee, but the Dundee one fell through. Because they were they would have blown the amp yeah. in the place they were playing at in Dundee. Um, and that, they only done five tracks in the old hairdressers. But it was it might have been about twenty five minutes or something to say. Yeah. And I think we both looked at each other and thought, Wow, this wow. is good. Aye, yeah. it was one of these moments that you think that this is this is something special. Yeah. This is something that's that's gonna have a lot of legs and yeah, it'll be a sticker. And the album just did not disappoint for me. No, it's, 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 it's a good album. Yeah. Um any other tracks that um jumped out at you? I've still one that stuck with me right from the very beginning. Well, from from January, and again, I'm, I'm wary about talking about albums, but it does come from a very good album. But it was uh, Sister John's "She's the One." Yeah, because it didn't sound like anything they'd done previously. You know, it was a kind of velvet underground vibe to it, and you know, um, drums been again, drums been played. You know, uh, on the the rim off the drum and, and just it was it was fantastic and a real kind of joyous return for them after their first album yeah um, again we saw them in stereo yep and they were, they were fantastic live and um, Ian had come into the show back in January I think it was January, February yeah Ian from last, last night, night from Glasgow. Glasgow so he'd come in and done a takeover show and um, he'd picked out Sister John He'll be delighted we've mentioned him twice. We've <laughs> <before. laughs> only five minutes. <laughs> only five minutes in. Um, and yeah, it was one of the tracks that did stand out in the show for me as well. I think it was She's the One that he played in the show. Yeah, I think it was. I can't remember. I don't have the playlist at hand and I can never remember these things. You're usually better at that. No, can't remember that. <laughs> so, you're talking about uh, people coming on the show and I've been on the, the show myself. I think it'd be a good time to talk a little bit about the show. So you start, was it this year you started? No, it was last year we started. So Coming on FM is a local radio station um, and they put out a message on Facebook saying we need presenters. Mm-hmm. And at the time I thought, well, mother half had sent me a link to it and I was just sitting watching TV and I thought, well, do you know, why not give this a bash? So I typed up this message and I said, no experience, not a clue what I'll do, but I'll come in and do a show. And then Stephen, the station coordinator, phoned me three minutes later and said, yeah, that's fine, do you want to start next week? And um, I foolishly said yes. Well, not foolishly. I no, said definitely, yes. I don't foolishly, no. Um, and then as soon as I'd hung up the phone, I think I texted you straight away and said, we're doing a radio show. <laughs> You think you press gang, didn't yeah, it? Was, yeah, that was it. I, <laughs> um, I knew nothing about it. Yeah, so we started, and I don't know, I think um, from where we are now and from where we started, I don't think, we didn't have any idea of what we were going to do. Mm-hmm. We thought we'd just be playing stuff from our own collections and talking yeah. about that. Um, but then all of a sudden people started sending us emails with tracks. And then Lindsay done a lot of admin stuff, so she'd put up like an email because we've got no technical ability at all. So she created an email account and Twitter accounts and all this kind of stuff and then we just kind of went with it and we fired off a few emails. And I was thinking about this today actually. We'd sent a message off to Rock Action asking, just saying, look, we do a radio show. Can you send us some music to play? And they put us on to Ewan Hall at the peer group who we, before we had no idea who he was, didn't know anything about the peer group. Mm-hmm. But he came back to us and at the start he was a really good help because he kind of directed us and said, right, well... Yeah. get a Mixcloud account do this do that so he kind of guided us a wee bit and 
it was kind of invaluable um, information for us because I can I go back to we just we didn't know. I run a coffee shop. You're a posty. Yeah, and um, we just kind of stumbled on it. But and it's, it's been, been real. Um, you know, and you've really supported. Scottish music. I mean, it's not just Scottish music that you play, but no, you've really you know supported a lot of bands and had them on and had myself on and had you know folk who run record labels and things. I think we've always both had quite a good interest in music. I think we're quite. Well, we're sitting here in your room, maybe you're in your room. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I would say we're probably quite geeky about it to yeah. a certain extent. Um, That's what you need to be to do yeah, these things. To do it, these right? things, um, but then. I think from not doing it to doing it, I don't think you realised just how great a music scene was on a doorstep. Yeah, well, I, th- well, I certainly didn't. I, I would say I, I came into it, not think I had my opinions on music and stuff, and I, you knew, you kind of went along, and it was buying music, buying CDs and stuff like yeah. that, and buying stuff. But this has opened a whole new, a whole, all, loads of new doorways into different bands that I probably wouldn't have seen and stuff like that, I don't, and it was like, you know, I was quite ignorant towards it, and didn't really realise, and that's now, it's like, well, if we can in some way get other people to see that as well, yeah. and come up, you know, take them in the same journey we've kind of been on, then it's a good thing. Because when you look back, we had in session in September last year, and then they've just put out their first album, and things like that, so, to be, not to be part of it, but to see that kind of growing, and yeah. see how but it goes. But it's part of it, and I don't know whether... It's just, <coughs> similar as you know, I, I show on the now defunct LP radio, and um, but I was already, you know, writing about bands and all yeah. that kind of stuff. It does seem to me in the last year, maybe two years, there's been a real explosion of radio again. Yeah. You know? No, it's nice, um, and I think that is true. There is there's, um, shows on the station which we don't necessarily listen to as our taste, but there's a boy Ryan that does he just tries to do unsigned stuff um, and he seems to do alright with his show he gets guests in as well he'd um, who was it he'd Primes done, Primes he'd done recently um, and then there's another one George who does a show that kind of goes back into Scottish music as well but again he brings it forward with not Scottish music mm-hmm. so I think it's nice for us I, I don't think we've had well I think we well, for me, when we started, I don't. I always went in the assumption that nobody was listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when but I started that, the website, I went in the assumption that no one was reading yeah, it, so yeah. I totally and understand then Eventually, that. you start to get communications of people actually saying, I was listening, and you like, went to see a band the other week from Seattle, Cozy Slippers, mm-hmm. and I, I never heckled them. I shouted something <laughs> out to the band regarding a, a track that they'd played. And the guy actually, we asked to play the track, we played it on last week's show, and he sent us, he kind, very kindly sent us a track over. But he says, when you shouted out, I knew it was you because I'd been listening from your voice in the radio and I was like that. And Lemon Drink done the same when I introduced myself at the Oran Moor last night from Glasgow all day as well. And he says, oh, I recognise your... And you go, nah, this is good. It takes a wee while for that to sink into your head, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, It's yeah, a bit totally. strange, you know? Aye. Um, but no, it's been fun. And then, again, we launched a website as well. Lindsay launched a website, which we're still kind of finding our feet with. Mm-hmm. Because I think it's a juggling act, so you're working a full-time job, you're doing a radio show, and although it's only one day a week, it doesn't take up a great amount of time, but I find it takes more time than I would realise. Do you think, because I've found that you're almost thinking about it yeah. all the time. I'm constantly thinking, I'm trying to make a cappuccino thinking, what order do I play this track 
<laughs> but it's nice, and that's the part that I really enjoy on it, is putting together, because you came in one week, and, and I was, you were delighted. I was so happy that everything just flowed so well, and when you get a show like that, I think it comes across. And the past couple of weeks, I think we've done... I don't want to sound big-headed, but I think your show's been great. <laughs> Go for it! <laughs> um, no, I think the show's the past few weeks as well. And we do have a nice mix of Scottish music. And But for me, I, I didn't want to just focus on Scottish things. Fair enough, um, absolutely. Because I think as well, down in Wales, there's such an amazing music scene happening mm-hmm. in Wales. And it's Welsh language as well, which... I think it's really nice, but that isn't. But we didn't come just from a Scottish music scene. No, we didn't. You know, I mean, like we were friends through, started through the Charlottes. Fair enough, ball, ball boy would be Scottish, but Gorgie's I Gothic monkeys. So these were kind of the first kind of gigs we went to together. Yeah. I know, I think we've been friends for... Is it I chaperoned you because I'm far older than you and took you along? <laughs> <laughs> you took me under your wing. You sneaking around the gigs, weren't you? Not quite, I was, still, I was <laughs> over age by that point. <laughs> so we can maybe talk a bit more about that, but let's um, go back to the, the music of the year. Have you got any, any other tracks on your uh, extensive list that we could... Uh, you I want, think... Do, um, do you, do you well, there's one, no, there's one joint one, actually. There's a joint one that we both agreed on and you said you can't pick that because... I'm picking that one. Is that second in my list? I'm going to show you. That is second in your it is list. Second in your list. And and the starting point for this would be one of the things with doing a radio show was if somebody sends you in a track and you've you've got to know them, do you have to play the track if if say they send you something and because you've got to know them you don't like it? And I remember getting this track through and thinking, I hope this is good. <laughs> and I was not disappointed. I loved this track. Um, the map department carousel. Ah yes. Sadly now, no more of them, yeah, but we believe. kind of got to know them, uh, Aaron and Ben, the drummer mm. and stuff, and Ollie on guitar, and yeah. uh, Ralph, and you think, wow, I'm just, no, really, and then you just go, wow, no, I do, I really do like this yeah, track. It's a tremendous track. I had um, a uh, Scottish Reheats relationship with Aaron, it goes back quite a bit, he was on a podcast way back at the start, he used to play his individual music, which was much more... Um, kind of a uh, lo-fi electronic. I just yeah, it's kind of soundscapes. Yeah, that things. exactly, exactly that sort of thing. Oh, you should check it out. Definitely, yeah. I think it's all still uh, discoverable. But um, when I heard the new band, I was like, "This is great" because I just think he's tremendous. And then, like you, went to see them, got to know them. And, you know, <coughs> there is that um, worry when someone sends you something, that, whether it's music or or you know, books or anything, if you do get to know them, you're thinking, oh, is this, what am I going to do? And what I tend to do is if I really don't like it, I just don't write about it. Yeah. And yeah. I know that's not brilliant when they've sent you it, but I think people hopefully would understand. Yeah. No, I think... If you say, it's just not my thing, rather than trying to, you know, gush about something that you think, I'm not really into it. Yeah. But de- definitely, Carousel, and I've went back to it a few times, and I do really like it. I put a wee... I put a wee uh, list together of and played my tracks today the, the, the kind of well I kind of picked 10 I don't know if we'll get through all 10 but certainly that that is a really good song and as I say sadly I think they've, they're, they're no more as a band but they were a band I was looking forward to seeing develop but yeah. it doesn't look like that's going to happen but yeah. hopefully Aaron is going to do some more stuff because they were good live as well because yeah. was it Rest? Yes yeah, we've we seen them support So Rest are an interesting band um, they're not on my list they could well have been but um, that was Hugging Pint, wasn't it? That was Hugging Pint, yeah. yes. And it's re- what struck me about them was I'd never really heard of them. 
they hadn't released it. This was their album launch, I think. Yeah, it was yes. their launch. It was packed. And as I looked around, everyone seemed to know the words. And that's a sign of a band who really have quickly got a following, I think. Yeah, well, we'd saw them early in the summer. Uh, well, I'd seen them at the South by South, 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 quite a bit earlier and they'd, they'd, they'd sent us tracks well I'd only kind of caught it I turned up halfway through this set but I think they were fantastic and I think I don't want to say anything right? they're not anthems but you but can they see, could they see could, them in well, a big venue you could see venue. them in a big venue and I think that comes across yeah well um, well, my wife was at it uh, Caroline was at it and she fell in love with them she absolutely loves them if you were probably going to say her album of the year she would probably be picking this as her album of the year and it's very high up mine but we'll get to that when you're on your show <laughs> yeah no spoilers here surely no spoilers here and uh, well I think another band who I think we've all seen because we should say to listeners we have bumped into each other at quite a lot again yeah. this year um, is a Broken Chanter now, I could have picked nearly any track from, from the album, but the one I've gone for is Wholesale, just because it's my favourite track uh, from that record. But Broken Chanter had a great year. They've played at a couple of things that we've been at, but I've only managed to catch them once. And it was at Oranmore. Mm-hmm. And what I said, yeah. it really was. Yeah. It was so incredible. that was full band. Because yeah. what David McGregor, who basically is uh, Broken Chanter, and he used to be in Kid Canaveral, He's, it's a great idea. He's written these songs that can be played solo, as I've seen him do, yeah. or just him and one other, or full band as it was at Orin Moore, which was, and they're almost like a super group. I mean, you know, the different people that play with them. Yeah, because he, um, he was part of uh, the first In Deep for last night from Glasgow mm-hmm. as well, but I had to leave because we were doing a show, so I had yeah. skipped out before he had played, but that, again, he was just doing that on his own. Well, you picked that track, I went for Cheering in the Distance. Mm-hmm. From that, and I don't know. The, the thing about the thing about music is, when somebody writes something and puts something in a certain way, yeah. and it kind of catches you off guard. Yeah. And uh, I want to try and remember the lyrics specifically. Through damp eyes, all lights are twinkling. All stars are twinkling. All lights are all lights are twinkling. We're lumbering and we're moving. Things are moving fast and things can be lumbering. Mm-hmm. That's definitely not the lyrics, but it's a long day. <laughs> it's, 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 it's a long day, day lines. And I remember thinking, I remember being at a very specific place yeah. and that being exactly the feeling that I had. And I couldn't sum it up. I'd never be able to sum it up. And I don't know what he's particularly talking about yeah. in that song. Yeah, but sure. even a, a song kind of catches oh, you. Oh, yeah. Catches you and it goes, he's summed up something there for me. He's caught a moment um, in my in my life. Yeah. Now, there may not have been what he was necessarily going for or whatever, but and that that's what I find so good about that. Even... If you, for me, the, that's the best song on the track, but the track before it as well, Don't Move to Den- Denmark. Oh, it's a beautiful song. track yeah. as well. And the, he's just, it was just the way he put it, but that track for me just stood out because it just kind of caught a moment, just the way he said it. And he has, as you said, it's a kind of super group. If we'd been doing this last year, I think we'd both have had number one. You've got a foul mouth John Barleycon by yeah. by Ultras oh, Gav yes, Prentice yes, band, yeah, yeah. and he actually is in this one. He sings in this as well, and it, you can hear him quite clearly. And if you know who he is, you know if you know who Gav is, and then you know the band Ultras, which we got me plug in for them as well because that's a really good album as well. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I probably went for Ultras because I think it might have been the first track I heard as Broken Chanter. I think that's all you were like. Wow, I think it this was the first something track very different. 
from what he's done before and just fantastic. I think, I think it's yeah. uh, really uh, good and, as you say, great live as well. So who else have you had on the show? Because um, you've, you've had live performances, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. so... The, we had rest on. Rest just talking on. about it. The most recent was Nicole and Elliot. Ah, right. They'd come in um, two weeks ago, I think it was. Um, and done a, just a wee acoustic set and they were fantastic they were brilliant Yeah. Um, and it was a lot of fun doing that so they've released two singles two I think singles, this year yeah. both of which have been really standout yeah. um, Andrew Nicholl and Rachel Rachel Elliott yeah I wasn't <laughs> trying to catch her I genuinely couldn't remember that's one thing I should say my, my memory is terrible oh my memory but, is uh, terrible Andrew yeah. Nicholl and Rachel Elliott who um, are I mean it's there's no hiding it's kind of country Americana we've got a nice chat about Americana and different things along the way with that um, so it's nice to talk to them and they, they, again they were lovely but that's the one thing that we have found that everyone that we've been in on the show has been well everybody since we've asked we've just went along the lines of if you try, if you chance your arm and ask yeah. then you might get and in most cases we, we've, we've done alright I think one of the things on the show one of the guests that kind of took me by surprise was we had Leila Josephine mm-hmm. come in and I've, I've never really done poetry it's not something that I've ever thought of um, but I saw her early, earlier um, at the Flying Moon Festival right um, which was Moonstruck and Clyde's side yeah. yeah and um, I'd watched her set and I thought Do you know what I want to get her in for the show because that is brilliant and um, when she came in it was just a lot of fun doing that show and we talked about her show at the Edinburgh Fringe Daddy Drag and it was just a really nice experience it was a really nice conversation I had with her and you were off so Lindsay had come up with yeah. me um, so it was, it was quite nice having that different aspect as well of someone else doing a show because I knew I, I, I did miss you <laughs> <laughs> I should say uh, very much prominent in the spoken word scene as you yeah. say the poetry scene as well but um, uh, also uh, did she play her own music or was it just no, she just um, she read two poems. I think it was. It was two. Uh, was two poems. It was two so poems I remember because I was read. listening in from Mexico. Aye, um, so she just read out two poems for us, and um, like I said, poetry wasn't something that I'd ever really considered that we would be doing on the show. But, but then we had it. had Kevin Peagle Day and and Ralph. I know that's got the musical slant to it more than the yeah. But that is what Kevin Peagle Day does. Yeah, is no, poetry, is. although I think he's moving more into doing with, with what he's doing with the Glasgow Cross. Well, the songs that I've heard for the next album, they're singing in them. Mm-hmm. And he sings, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I haven't messaged him back to tell him that. And I keep thinking, I need to message him and tell him I love those tracks. Oh, well, if Kevin, if you're listening <laughs> to this, I hope you are. You know that, uh, the new tracks are brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, Kevin will just turn his hand to anything. You know, yeah. we had yeah. him on a podcast uh, earlier this year, just before he was going to Edinburgh to do his show. And um, he, you know, we talked about Sonic Youth and we talked about Glasgow Cross and, you know, his own poetry collection, which had just come out as well. And you just think, he's one of these guys, I think, how have you got the time to do anything else? But uh, he certainly manages, he manages to keep going. And I'm really looking forward to to that album uh, when it comes out. Yeah, because Ralph's been uh, in a couple of times for us. I've got two singles from people that came in and done shows that we've not mentioned. Okay, on you go. Both of them, I think. They kind of merged together in my head in a kind of strange way okay. because they've both taken me away when I've seen them, mm-hmm. being blown away. Oh, with them. yeah, I know you're talking about. Michael Timmons, mm-hmm. um, he's, what was his name, his single again? Uh, the Games Room, and he came in. We seen him, uh, me and Caroline seen him in Munich, he was supporting um, The Twilight Sad, 
and we went over to see him. We went over to see the Twilight Sad, and I remember he came on stage, and I think, wow, what a voice this guy's got. This is amazing. Um, and then when he came in, and he he, he came in, and we, we asked him while we were in Munich, do you fancy coming in? And he said yes, and he, he came in, um, done a session, and I've seen him in King Tut's as well, and mm-hmm. just his... A powerful voice and just everything about it, I just really, really like. So, what kind of music is he making? What's the single like? Eh, oh, that's a good question, isn't it? It's <laughs> him and an electric guitar. It's him it? and an electric yeah. guitar, and he plays a guitar, which I asked him, didn't I? I said, Do you play the guitar different? It's kind of self taught, so he plays it kind of different with a lot of. Well, he'd asked us for reverb in the studio, and we had no ability. Yeah, we kind of did each other. Sorry, sorry, Michael. We'll <laughs> to let, we'll need, we'll That's not to, something that we can do. <laughs> we need to let you down on that one, but he's he's really good. He's I can't remember what his la- last album was out. Was called Grey Bones or something like that. It rings a bell. It rings a bell. Um, along that line, and then this is a, the next single. He, I think I'm sure he'd said he'd been working on a second album, and we'd kind of been looking for it to come out, and he. But then he was getting thing. traction from the first album, so yeah. he's kind of holding off. Yeah, and we've not really heard from him for a while. Um, but it's still, and that was early. Was that March sometime? Yeah, some of that possibly would, in would March. Possibly him. And again, the 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 next person that I was going to go down the lines of of who I've seen, and I don't know. You you just stand somewhere and you think, wowee, and it's Annie Booth. Mm-hmm. Now I'd never heard of Annie Booth. She'd had albums out before, and this is what we're talking about earlier. But you suddenly find somebody, and you think, or you, you hear somebody, and they come across, and she very kindly came in as well with the studio, um, and done a track. But look, when we seen her uh, or more the other week, she's mm-hmm. just standing there with her, her guitar, and you're like, "Where's that coming from?" Uh, I mean, I, we're talking tracks of the year, and uh, Annie's certainly on my list, and uh, I think she's one of the best. Songwriters around, I just think they're they're amazing. Yeah. Her songs yeah. are incredible. It's like you say, it captures a moment and it kind of takes you out yourself. And and yeah. you don't really know what the song's about necessarily, but you can put your yourself into it. Yeah. Them. Well, we we actually asked her. There was a song. I can't. It's not the song. But I went with Still off our EP from mm-hmm. this year. Yeah. Um, Spectral. Spectral, which is a, one of the best releases of yeah. the year, I think. It's, I picked Mirage from that EP. Yeah. Um, I picked Magic Eight. So yeah, I, yeah, there you go. <laughs> You could, like, that's definitely get it. She done a track, um, we went to see her for, um, the, she was playing was in stereo. stereo, playing in stereo and she done a track and I actually remember like, oof, a wee tear shed from the eye. I was like, wow, she's amazing. And when she was in the studio, I said to her, I says, I don't want to influence what you, the next, she says, I can play anything next, is there anything? And I says, no, just whatever. And she never played that track but I asked her about it later on and she'd said, it she put herself in a position of kind of splitting up with her boyfriend, which is totally different to the way I interpreted interpreted the song. But it was just beautiful, and it's she's like just looks. I know this is terrible. She just kind of looks small and kind of delicate, and then boom, she sings, and you're like, wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's just that wow factor yeah. for me, and she's absolutely the highlight for of fight of, of seeing Annie Booth and. As I said, I didn't know her before, coming across that and going, wow, I really like this. I think uh, she's really special. Because I knew of, um, you know, she was with Mount Doubt and then she did an album, Unforgiven Light, I think it's called. Yeah. Which yeah. was a good album, but I think the collection of songs on Spectral, as we kind of suggested, were another level, really took it at a different level. And 
yeah, I think she's got a big, big future um, ahead of her. She already, that's fantastic yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. Um, a band, again, I think I maybe when I was on your show mentioned them, but I want to mention them again because I just think they're amazing. It's half formed things. See, I thought you might mention them yeah. because I remember you raving about them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm still arm and if. Oh, no, no, I won't talk. But <laughs> a, we did a podcast, or I did a podcast with them uh, again earlier in the year. That's always a sign when I really like a yeah. band, when I actually seek them out to go and talk to them for what ended up being about an hour and a half. It was a great chat. A, but just something really different. Um, and the, the track, The Apostate, which I think actually is an older track, but because the album came out this year, I thought that was one to pick. But they're, they're a band, if you haven't um, heard them yet, they do check out I think we've fun only heard them on the show you've seen them uh, yeah I saw them again at the Flying Moon Festival yeah. they played at that they're incredible live I think yeah I think um, I can't remember if I stayed for the whole set because you weren't at that one no I wasn't I, think I, I was always away as well I think ah you were probably somewhere on holiday yep <laughs> um, no, you get your international no, listening no, figures by going around no, the world no, no, no. <laughs> I think um, February was the first track that, from the, yes. that we played in the show that's right and I think um Again, going back to kind of the show, it was something that I found out that there was this music scene in Edinburgh. Mm. You had Louis McLean doing tracks, you had half-formed things, and, and I don't think we actually realised just how much was going on in Edinburgh yeah. before we had started the show as well. Yeah. Because um, I think there's this feeling when you're in the West Coast that, oh, uh, Glasgow in particular, there's yeah. a land full of bands, and there's some, but there's equally, there's maybe not as many venues in Edinburgh, but I think there's as many bands. Oh, no. The, um, it's been... Uh, there's quite a lot going on in Edinburgh as well, and it's nice. I think rest are based there as well, for yeah, mentioning them again, but there's a few, yeah, definitely. It's quite it's quite exciting. Aye. No, I would agree with that. I always like mm. to mention the guys from uh, Errant Media, who released their own music under that title, but yeah. then there's Errant Boy... Steve McLaren, Stephen McLaren's uh, solo stuff. We've played a couple phenomenal. of Stephen McLaren songs, yeah. um, and it's just him and his piano. Yeah, it's, it's phenomenal. Because yeah. again, that blown oh, away. Because yes. yes. you think, well, how 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 forceful can this be? I can't remember what song it was, but it was one song last year that I just thought, wow. It was it wasn't we used to go raven, was it? It was. Uh, it was that. Um, I saw him play this year in. There's a little cafe uh, on Victoria Road in Glasgow Southside called Milk. Right. and they had a kind of open mic night but he was they used to get like um, invited guests to end the night and he was the invited guest through and the place I mean it's a tiny place but everyone was there it was just we used to go raving just catching everyone <laughs> and singing along it was one of my nights of the year yeah. it was fantastic um, I think for me one of the other things is videos there seems to be so many great videos going mm. in the moment. there's been three that kind of stand out for me um, Wash Take the Bear no yes no they're a fantastic band yeah um, so the video that they done for Tonic Youth, I think it's brilliant. It's so simplistic, but it's brilliant. It. it just walks about in a beach with um, the, the what do you call it board? The, yeah, the board sandwich board. Ah, uh, the sandwich it. board hanging down, and um, it's just it's a brilliant track. But I think for me, the lyrics in that track as well, coming from the central belt, you kind of grow up, and you do you fall into this trap where you're drinking tonic wine, tonic wine, and <laughs> but it was more cider for me. But you know, you can kind of. You can see where he's coming from sure. in it, thinking, yeah, I kind of get that. <laughs> I can understand your point of view there, but I think it's brilliant. I don't think there's many bands that have released the kind of run of singles that they have. Every single track is yeah. an absolute cracker, and often with a cracking video to go with it, but no, they are, it. they're a superb band. Um, the other one, Josie and Clark, she's done a video for Slender, Sad and Sentimental, which I'm impressed I remember to see that. Yeah. 
and I remember playing this on the show. It was only about two or three weeks ago. Yeah. And I, when I'd heard it, I thought, oh, I'm not sure about that. But then the more I listened to it, the more I thought, that's brilliant. And then as soon as I played it, you said, wow, this is this is great. Yeah. But then I saw the video for it, and the video's even better. The video just makes it so much more fun. And um, I won't talk about the album, because I'll talk about that a later bit. But... <laughs> And and <laughs> and um, but again, it's just yeah, such a wonderful voice, and it's another thing that's kind of taken me by surprise. The kind of folk element mm-hmm. that's kind of influencing my musical taste at the moment as well. Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, there's a real thriving, for one for a better word, folk scene. Yeah. I mean, it's often electronic music's involved and all sorts of different things. No. But um, some amazing music. She was someone I didn't know until I heard her on your show, and I was like, oh, I'll have to check that out. Yeah, that, that. And I think that's one of the great things, again, about shows like your own and other folk, is that uh, there's so much. That's the other thing. There's so much there great is, music. There's so much great music. Because when we. We always find, well, we don't do it deliberately, but we've kind of fallen into the, we only do 24 tracks a week. Yeah. Which is more from my OCD than anything, because <laughs> it just makes six tracks. What, um, you get a big seven minute long track, you know, you got to balance it out with... And then I balance it out with lots of short tracks. <laughs> <laughs> um, which has happened, actually. Yeah, yeah, no, I can understand it. I'm only laughing because that's exactly what I would do. So, but to fill 24 tracks a week with new music... You would think that that'd be really difficult, but actually it's not. Well, when I started the LP radio show, I had exactly the same thing. I thought, well, I've, I've set my stall out here. It's going to be two hours of Scottish music. Okay, I, you've got an incredible back catalogue to rely yeah. on. And what I did was, you know, play tracks that I'd reviewed on the site over many years. But increasingly, I felt I can almost fill this up with yeah. brand new, really good brand new stuff. You know, I mean, there's some stuff which is just not for me. I'm not a massive metal fan, for instance, so I tend not to put that on because it's just not, not. I mean, there's but some think, great stuff, but you know, I'll, I'll listen to it all, and you know, I, I just think there's amazing stuff. Out we've there. said this to the people at the station that if you can't talk, if you don't like something, then you're not going to talk passionately about mm-hmm. it, and that's going to come across, yeah. and you're going to sound like you just dislike it because you've got nothing to say about it. Um, so and I think you can't kid people on. Aye, no, that's like you can't. But if you are passionate about it, then I think it comes across. You usually go, you're throwing your arms about Gary. You can tell you like that. You know? oh, you always dance in your chair when yeah. you like something. Yeah. Which. Um, but that's yeah. the kind of response you want. Is that kind of gut response when yeah. I listen to anything? And I know, know through, um, for instance, the Sam Awards, the Scottish Alternative Music Awards, which have a good, I think, really good categorizations, which shows you that there are thriving um, areas of music that I didn't know anything about there's a hip hop yeah I looked at that and think Scottish hip hop that's not something that you you would have been aware of no it's not something you see bandied about quite a lot Um, sure but I know you're right it opens up so many different doors but there is because I think um, I I think they bring more kind of electronic stuff to our show Mm. what's that music electronic music yeah which I think is something again that's been going well as well I'll give my friend Ian Foxwell a plug here and say hollow beams <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that is actually good Ian he does his stuff over in Japan he does he was based in Glasgow um, but he moved over to Japan and he's released this collection of previous singles and new singles and it is a great it's about nine tracks on it or something like that but it's something that I've always Boards of Canada and things like that mm-hmm. have always been yeah. my kind of thing um, and amongst everything else but I, I still like electronic music as well there's two kind of real 
um, atmospheric electronic albums that came out this year uh, not albums but they're, you know Youth Team which is um, Angus Upton who lives in Braemar as well right. there's a scene in Braemar then. but um, <laughs> uh, just basically making it in his own house this amazing uh, uh, um, electronic sounds which again hint at landscapes and all sorts of things like that and then um, someone else called Stanley Stanley, and I can't remember the background, but they just send me the music, and it just—it's that kind of you could chill out to it. But I think it asks more than that. You ask that you actually just listen to. It. You yeah. don't have it on in the background. There's something there, and there's it's the categories that you go through. Whether it's uh, jazz is another one, you know, which I didn't really know a lot of the jazz music going on. You think it's played by older folk and you know Aye. clubs uh, at now particularly through, I think, the Blue Arrow, uh, the bar and, and club, which has opened up. There's some amazing young jazz musicians kicking about it as well. Yeah. Um, one of which uh, I've just, before I came here, did my last, most recent music review of last month. And you've got um, Kitty, um, Katie Doyle, who has been playing in Glasgow. I've seen her over the years. And you've got this incredible kind of Ella Fitzgerald, Dinah Washington style, she you know. played... The All Dear at St Luke's last year, I think. I'm Possibly. sure she opened up and plays the piano. Plays, yeah, and it's yep. stunning. Yeah, quite stunning. Yeah, when you said Kitty there, yep, yeah, seen her. Yeah, yeah and she's kind of at the heart, and there's lots of other people. There's uh, Timmy Allen that plays with Awkward Family Portraits, um, an incredible guitar player, and Corto Alto are a band that are based, uh, you know, and I've just seen Fat Suit as well. And there's this, these incredible jazz musicians. So it's whatever area you seem to go to, or whatever area you're interested in, there just seems to be something yeah, interesting there's a nice, new um, going on. Nice collection going. Um, so back to our uh, lists. Is there anyone else that you want to mention? I've not done most, but you go for you. You throw something into the mix. Me, you want me to throw something yeah. in the mix? Hold on, till I bring it up again. <laughs> um, do you know what quiche? Keesh. Yes. There's one track that stands out, Grey Matter. I just think it's so much fun. And it's it's a great track. There's something just really nice about it. I love the way it's recorded. It sounds quite it's it's got a kind of sixties vibe That's going exactly. along. It. I think I said it was like the zombies, uh or like the kinks. Yeah. You know, it's got that kind of mild psychedelic vibe about it. Um, and but I just think it's such a fun song. Um and it's just it's something that kind of stuck with me as well. Their latest release, Silhouette, is actually on the, the music review I've just done, and uh, I think they're a very interesting band. I don't know if I've played that one, I'm not sure. No, I don't think so. Yeah, you should yeah, check yeah, it out, because yeah. it's, it's different, but it's recognisably then. Yeah. You know, it starts out really quiet, almost like a kind of soft rock ballad at the beginning, and then it just builds and builds and builds, and then you've got this almost kind of dinosaur junior wig out at the end, you know, it's... Uh, a good video as well. Then there's another EP actually that kind of goes along with the Nicole and Elliot in the kind of Americana kind of style, but the Flying Penguins. <sighs> that, that was a fantastic EP. Because we had Nicole come in and do a show with us um, about the Flying Moon Festival before, but she hadn't even mentioned anything about Flying Penguins. We never played them, we never spoke about it. And then all of a sudden I found out she's putting out this one track. I can't remember what the single was. Because they, they put out a song just beforehand. We can find out and mention it on the, the site. But that's this a, that's a typical a, bad research. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's actually the EP is one of my favourites of the year, and that's another example of someone sending you stuff and going. Anti money. Oh, I'm going to say anti money. Is, uh, is it? Is it? 
just a standalone single. Yeah. And then Bodies and Artifacts was the EP. Oh, Bodies and Artifacts, yes. But I think it was something new and it's that kind of Americana vibe, but again, it just flows through it. So um, I, they were possibly my discovery of the year because yeah. I didn't know anything about it. Well, they at put all. an album out in 2014, they had no idea about this at all. Um, and then when I went back and listened to the album, you could kind of see where you thought, well, I can see where they're coming from there, but then to see it develop over this time, they, they've, they've obviously spent time building on it. Yeah, one of my favourite releases across, of the year. But it's, been, it's a great release. Did, did you see, have you seen them live? No. No. I they did, did one in the, the, the Glad Cafe. The Glad Cafe. Too busy work. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the um, gigs, to go back to gigs, I remember we talk a, a few more about favourite gigs, but one that I think was, as we said before, it was the first place that we actually met, was the Play It Like a Woman um, double A side records at All yeah. There. And uh, that was a fantastic day, which introduced me to people I didn't yet know. Um, uh, Joe Foster was one uh, Curdle another they also had people like Martha Fionn uh, Luna Life Model and um, Lou McLean I think was that yeah, yeah, was Lou McLean. McLean. yeah which was an yeah, amazing yeah. lineup. it was just a great day and there's been a lot of that you know these all dayers and weekenders yeah. and things like that going on there's some great live you know value for money live stuff I think there's I don't want to say there's too much but there does seem to be you can go to something every other weekend and it's nice that you've got so much choice. It is difficult though, and um, yeah. you have the difficult. Oh, you poor things! You've got too much music to go to. <laughs> but um, uh, sometimes you think, right? I would love to go to about five different things tonight in yeah. Glasgow alone, and no, no, never mind what's going on elsewhere. What? And uh, it's it's the you know it's just such a it's to just make that choice seems really unfair at times well I think we had um, a band called Attic Heights in this show mm-hmm. just before they joined their album and their album launch was in the old hairdressers and that night they'd said to me oh, we've got Man of Moon in stereo there was somebody else playing there was about four or five different gigs you could go to and I have booked the worst possible night for this nobody's going to come to us what that one would have been episode <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they've banned Attic Lights, you know, they've been going for uh, for a while. Um, I think it was the third album they'd yeah. said. Because um, it was funny because... Loving the, the Time of Shark Attacks? Yes, it was on Elephant Records. Yeah. Um, they'd, Colin McArdle, who plays guitar in the band, used to go by the name Zurich. Mm-hmm. And I had this single. Oh, that's, I remember this now, yeah. Yeah, and I'd loved this song for years ago, in 2001. And I couldn't find it on Spotify, you couldn't find it anywhere. All I had was this one record of it, so I'd have to go and play it every now and then because it's just such a wonderful track. And then I saw his name in the press release for Attic Lights and I thought, is this the same that done Zurich? And they were like, you're the only person that's ever asked that question. <laughs> <laughs> and then when I looked at their, um, I'd looked at their uh, Wikipedia page to find out, but it didn't mention anything of it. And then when I looked at the Wikipedia page a couple of days later, they thought, oh, we better update this for uh, Colin as well. <laughs> But I, but that's another thing uh, that you find is often you go and see bands, and you'll say, "Hang on, that guitar player also plays in." That, I mean, yeah, you know, there's people that are just playing multiple different bands. Well, it's like West Princes were playing in Carol Jason's band as well, which I don't think we knew about. Oh, well, she was playing with them as well. Oh, she was playing with them. them. I can't remember what it was, but there was a lot of crossover there. But I think that's one thing that we found that I don't want to say we kind of had to muscle our way in to the Glasgow music scene but we had to get ourselves known and that's where we came up with the idea of inviting people in to do kind of shows mm-hmm. because like you say you can't go to everything no so getting to meet people people and talk to people and them to trust you that 
you know, that you're not just you're not just picking it, asking for music, and you know we're we're going to play it, but we're enthused about it. Yes. You know what I mean? That that this is what you're we're not like just for free music. To yeah. get <laughs> to. It's we are enthused about it and yeah. stuff. So, so that, that's kind of where the idea came from for inviting Ian, and then we had Lloyd from Olive Grove and Angus from Double A Side. So we kind of went through the rounds with them all. Talking of uh, great um, videos, as you were a while ago, um, one of my favourites again was um, Broken Chanters Wholesale Party because poor Lloyd got um, kidnapped and bagged up. Oh, check it out! It's very well, he funny. That he did. Me- he did mention that at the gig uh, on a more, didn't he? Um, he said he, he apologised. He says, uh, "What was it?" He said, he said something about uh, his kids are still after him or something. I did mention it. He did mention that at the gig. You should check it out. It's very funny. And I did mean to check it out. And yeah, I forgot all about yeah, yeah. it. But yeah, he did say that. Poor guy gets bound and gagged and kidnapped <laughs> for the thing. Um, he said some another great year. You know, Olive Grove do. Um, do you know, I was going to mention a track from Olive Grove, and it's Joe Mango. Yeah, I think the Joe Mango and Friends EP. I think that's our second EP. Mm-hmm. As Joe Mango and Friends. Um, it's absolutely stunning. You know, no argument from me. I'm a massive Joe Mango fan. And there fan. was a track with, I think it's A. Wesley Chung. Yes, it is. She does a track with, I can't remember what it's called, I'm trying to bring it up. Wait, I think Wait's just absolutely stunning. Um, again, Joe has been on the podcast. Uh, um, the only person that we had to ask back to do it because we called <laughs> up the recording. And bless her, she did as well. Um, but uh, she's just a fantastic singer songwriter. Just yeah, you're so trying good. to remember it. Yeah, I'm trying to hear yeah. <laughs> But I knew you would pick that, so I didn't have to go back and try and listen to it because I thought uh, Mark would pick that, Mark so it was okay then. Yeah. Were you at the um, ninth birthday party that no. they had in CCA? No, No, that was the night I went to see Cozy Slippers, wasn't it? Yeah, that was that night. Because uh, again, that's another night where you had um, Savage Mansion were playing in the Flying Duck. You had Lloyd's birthday party. Yeah, and Angus from Double A Side was putting on. Um, Cozy Slippers who came over to Seattle so that was the reason I went to that gig I think there was something else that night there was I think there was a fourth thing that you thought well you could go to that as well I can't remember what it was it was a great night and what they did because there was like 12 bands yeah and you thought how are they going to get them on but they had the three of them on and uh, I mean it finished up with Joe Mango um, Chrissy Barnacle and then Carl Easton and what a way to finish anything yeah. that was just superb each playing a, a track uh, three tracks but one at a time well I think the Archipelago series that uh, Olive Grove are putting out I think it's a brilliant idea I think the way the record sleeves look fantastic everything about it looks really beautiful and uh, Jared Celeste and Chrissy Barnacle was it Chrissy Barnacle? yeah, yeah. Uh, again it's just it's so well put together and the next one Pocket Knife and Moon Soup Yep. We played them in the show the last week yep. and it was brilliant. Yeah. Really, really enjoyed They did the a showcase, um, it might have been as part of Celtic Connections, way, way back in January, uh, which I saw at the Hugging Pint. And this, and so they were all uh, on stage doing their bit, apart from um, a pocket knife who came on separately at the end because yeah. it didn't quite work with what they do. <laughs> uh, and they were a discovery for this year. It was fantastic. But um, yeah, but Lloyd never fails to to put, give us good music. For some well, reason, his taste absolutely changed my mind. So I always know it's going to be good. No, I think that. Well, you're saying about discoveries as well. One of the discoveries of this year, and I think we both agreed in the night when we first when the first night we met at the Double A side. Mm-hmm. What was that? What was the name of that album called? Purple. Play it like a woman. Play it like a woman. Cardo. Mm-hmm. And although because technically the album was out last year, I know it's been re-released this year. Um, 
But I, they just blew me away that night. I thought they were absolutely fantastic. There, but everyone that was there that I spoke to who saw them play had the same reaction. Yeah. Were that one, how come I've never heard of them before? Yeah. And two, they are amazing. Yeah. You know? And I've seen them since because they supported Gum. Oh yeah. In oh what's that off band principle? Is that off band principle? Off band principle. They supported them at the Hug and Paint as well and I went along to see them at that as well. And I, I just think they're fantastic live. And I, I I bought the album that night when we were in and I think they've played nearly most of the tracks I from think it on the show. Yeah. Play every track from <laughs> So is there anyone that you haven't yet uh, mentioned? I've got a couple of names I could put forward. Well, one of my highlight again highlight. You know, sometimes you just like to lose yourself in a band. Yeah. Shred. Yeah. And their single. Well, because I was kind of picking singles, I went for rock, and it's just seen them when they done Stag and Dagger, and and then I seen them out with as well, where they were playing like a wee Italian cafe, and I remember getting in early doors and thinking, I don't think Shred are going to be playing in here, and th- and it was phenomenal, just so loud. Again, a so bit like Gunner Cells, they'll blow your socks off. Yeah, uh, absolutely. But I, in I, a different I really, way. A yes. more punky kind of yeah. um, immediate way, if you like. And really, really like them. And again, really looking forward to what they, what they do next year with, with an album coming out and stuff. And the other band I've got down for excited about what they do next year. And two ways they could go. I, I, I picked up the Fauna mm-hmm. with track yeah. B. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I went with that, and that's relatively new. And I've just seen we just seen them that were supporting Lemon Drink. Yes. For their uh, single launch. And there's a band who I we could talk about yeah. Lemon yeah. Drink, but well, on you go. But for it, and I remember thinking, wow, she's amazing. She's got some voice. She uh, that this is really good. And then listening to it and, and, and the, the couple of singles that we got that that I have of theirs, um, I was like, they could either go away where. I wouldn't like it, mm-hmm. but I do. So it's like I'm interested to see where they go. So I really wanted to get get a mention in for them because I th- I think uh, I'm really looking forward to hearing more from them. As I say, I might not might not like it, but from the track from the track breathe, I think it's fantastic. It was one of the cringe moments for me as well. For oh, I know. On you go. I, I went to the toilet and left Gary and my brother standing. Several pints deep by this point. <laughs> standing talking to this lady. Always a danger. Yeah, yes. it was a real danger. <laughs> standing talking to this lady. And it turned out that they thought she was a mum from Lemon Drink. Yeah, I thought it wasn't. I didn't realise it was Fauna that were on stage. I thought it was Lemon Drink that was on stage because I hadn't seen Lemon Drink and I hadn't seen Fauna. The so I got them mixed up. Terrified. I know, probably. I'm just thinking, well, I can't leave you two alone here. And you did mention one as well. Um, another band I'm looking forward to an album coming out and we've had a kind of love affair of them for a while since we've seen them at Electric Fields. Oh, Tidrays? No. Okay, I was the well. well, we do have, but uh, I was more going for uh, West Princes and you mentioned them Oh, I mentioned them as well. Yep, and uh, their new single, uh, Eat My Shell. I really like them. I've yeah. got a lot of time for them. I've seen them in Hug and Pint earlier this year and I think they're, play- they're playing on Saturday night, but this might go out afterwards, so... Uh, it will go afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, Ian would kill me if I gave it to him and said, "Can you get this yeah. out for Saturday night?" It's. Uh, I'm looking forward to what the what they do is different. Don't um, the, the track out uh, wet bark wet bark is a slug. Yeah, that was from a couple of years ago. Uh, from a couple of years ago, and I've always been waiting to see what they would do. And then Carla J Easton was kind of working with them, and then they're kind of back. And I did message them to see if they're possibly, and they said that. I Fingers crossed, we should have an album out next year from them. Yeah. And I'm really looking forward to seeing what they do. 
just realised the crease in my notes and I couldn't read it. I think, what have I written there? Is Antimony and Flying Penguin? So that, <laughs> that's, I'm like, what's the name of that? So, uh, I wanted to also talk, this, to me, this has been a really great year for pop music, kind of unashamed pop music. Um, I'm thinking of a, I just went to The Girl Who Cried Wolf right, okay. and launched the, the latest single, but they've released three cracking songs. I think I've only heard one of them. Yeah, I think we have only heard one, but again, you were talking about people who are in different bands. Audrey is in Broken Chanter, she's in that, she was in Hector Bezerk. She's in another band called St Andrew's Fall, who I highly recommend. I saw them live a few weeks ago now, um, more of a rock type um, thing, but really check them out. They've got got a single out, so I highly recommend you check that out. Um, yeah, she's just astonishing. Again, great drummers. We talked yeah. about that right at the start, but another great drummer. And uh, yeah, the girl who cried wolf. And she, they were supported by Anna Sweeney um, way back when, which is just a class. I love my pop music. Yeah. I make no bones about it. And this is a great, great pop song. Um, but I suppose, I mean, is it a genre that you guys tend to play, or is it more. Oh, well, I do. I'm trying to think of anything we have played along that line. I think um, we did play the uh, Girl Cries Wolf. We played that. Um, I think Edwin Orkin would probably fall into the kind of pop yeah, bracket as yeah. well. That's what I mean. There's lots of uh, all, all three of those. There's a twist to them. There's, there's something kind of left field. Yeah, thing going on yeah, yeah. With them, but I think you could put Edwin Orkin into the kind of pop. I think um, often it's, well. a, it's a, a, a phrase when you use it. Some people go, oh, that's, you know, not for me. <laughs> See, yeah, but actually, dangerous. it's I, I'm quite happy to say how much I love my pop music. But I think we say indie pop quite a lot. We'd, yeah. There's a loose connection to Scotland with the Cozy Slippers and that Stephen from the band's family came from Partick. I'm going to... I'm going to throw, throw something in and see, it, and see what reaction I get here if it's classed as poppy. Okay, hit me with it. Walt Disco. Very, I would say so, definitely, but with a real twist. And Walt Disco are a very interesting uh, band. I would say it's poppy because you can put it back to what the associates, mm-hmm. you know, exactly. I'm That's what I would say. And then, and therefore, and they've brought this, and you go, where are they going with that? Now That's what I was raised on weird pop music yep. on top of the pops when you couldn't, you were too young to go to a gig yep. and you were like that. This guy's playing a chocolate guitar, he's dressed as a, you know, someone from the East. It's weird. And I think there's, that's the kind of bands I really love. That, uh, and I think this year has been absolutely brilliant for them. And that's a, uh, another uh, great example. There's a Dundee band called Heights, H Y Y T S. Yes. They did a song called Car Crash Carnivore, which again. Did you not ask prepared. to play that in our show and we I couldn't? Possibly did. And we couldn't possibly do the language. Did content yes that'll be right it yeah, probably that's a bad language about yes. it I would think um, but uh, yeah they're a band to check out and I think they've maybe been signed by Warners I might I think they've oh, done yeah. right but um, a fine fine um, band and right again going back to the end of the year someone who's released a single who I have uh, loved for a long long time is Zoe Graham yeah. She had an EP, Hackett and Knackered, which I think came out last year. I'm fairly sure. Maybe even the year before, definitely. Um, and she's got uh, a new single out, um, a Gradual Move, I think it's called. I'll check that out when you guys are chatting. But uh, it's it's just fantastic. Um, she, again, live, has her own style, plays her own style of guitar, keys. It's quite incredible to yeah. see play live and um, it was great that that's come in near the end of the year so that you, you know because that's people think at this time of year we start thinking about 
the best off list yeah, best of podcasters we're doing now but actually there's new music coming out every week that no, you, know, you don't want it to get lost well it's the likes of we've mentioned or I mentioned them earlier but there's a free band called Tidrays which their album comes out on Friday yeah and um, when people put out albums at this time of year you think because it happened as well last year with Beer Jacket when that album came out it was left off a lot of lists but it would have made a lot of lists as well but because of the timing so it's just um Oh, getting everything at the right time, yeah. Aye, it's just a danger of that. But I think one other track for me that kind of stands out is Mammonhead by Ardent John. And I just think... Oh, Ardent John. Now, that's a great record. Yeah. Do you know, and the, the actual track, Mammonhead itself, I think it's just such a nice story. There's a nice background to it that ties in that Mammonhead is where they would set off from Ireland to go and oh, live in the new world. And they wouldn't see... And the lyrics come across that and they... Aye, it's, it's one track. No, it's a good album. You'd get, I'd listen to it, and there was been a few tracks on it that I'd liked. Yeah. And some that we'd brought onto the show, and then I was one of them, but I grew up for me. You know, you go back to something because you go, well, I liked a couple of tracks, and well, I, every it was, time it seemed to be as if there was more and more growing on me, and I really liked it. I can't remember, I think it was probably one of the first things I kind of wrote about for the website, but I think there's been some things that have kind of struck me. Mm-hmm. That I think you know I'm going to write something about this because I don't think myself is writing reviews I just think I'll oh, just write something down <laughs> and I'll put it out there let's just go for that but um, it was one of the ones that kind of struck me is yeah this is, this is something special about this album and single if, you, if you're moved well. to write something yeah. it means that something has moved you to do it because oh, it's no, not an easy thing to do no, and, and, and you've really got to think you can't just say oh that was a nice tune you've really got to kind of think ah, about it you need to it think about it because it was um, when Lloyd came in he had used the term glacial he said oh, oh I've got yes. this glacial and I thought what the hell does glacial mean he's like it's just a word that he used and then I found myself sitting thinking can I use glacial for this <laughs> yeah it was kind of strange but, um, Arctic was glacial his early stuff <laughs> uh, it was a gradual move was the, the Zoe Graham song and she actually won going back to the summer she was yeah, the best was... acoustic uh, act of the year yeah. um, we, we haven't touched upon the Scottish Album of the Year award just interesting what, what, you, what you think about it as a whole process because I'm really for it but some people kind of slightly take against any awards for music I think it throws up a lot of different interesting music for us uh, definitely um, there's a lot of things that are on it that we have played and we would play and then there's a lot of things on it that we think oh yeah well but that but that that is Scottish music so it's, yeah. it's so diverse there's going to be stuff on it that you've either never heard of or you you weren't going to take to but what was it 273 <sighs> albums this year almost 300 uh, albums but that's the interesting bit for me because um, it was handy when we had the radio show because suddenly you were like, oh, there's loads of things oh, that I can so pick. But, um, and you can't also listen to them all, but you can get a good go. And that's the bit where you think, I've never heard that, and that is right up my street. And, yeah. you know, uh, and it's probably not going to sell loads of records or whatever. And yeah. you see, that's when you see all the different genres that you would maybe never dip yeah. your toe into. Well, that is exactly where it was going to go, and it was going to go with that. It was actually the last year's, and because we were look, trying to find ways of getting new tracks onto the show and stuff like that, and getting myself out there, and it was, uh, we, we, we looked through the list and we kind of, we kind of, I had a system of trying to listen to as much of it as I possibly could. I think we've still uh, done that this year as well. And then, uh, yeah, we did do it this year, but as well, um, an artist I came across that I don't think, I, I don't even know what kind of 
genre of music you'd put it in, but Kareem Poe work. Oh, yes. Yeah. Right? Folk, but I would say. Folk, right? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Right? So that, there's no way, there's absolutely no way that would have had any interest to me whatsoever. I, I, I've openly admitted yeah. before I started doing this, and then she had that, a pocket full of wind resistance, yeah, something like yeah. that, something like that. Um, and wow. She's amazing. I just, if you were anywhere near me around the time that I'd been listening to that, you had to listen to it. Yeah. People bought it on the back of that, and some of them didn't necessarily like it, but they bought it because I was going, you need, you need to listen to this, you need to get that. It was phenomenal. It was just something, the story through it, the history of it all and all that, and it was it was just amazing. And she's amazing. So certain people that are absolutely talented. steeped in music, and she's she, one of those, yep. you know. And I think w- one of the interesting things about that folk um, scene, well, it seems a horrible word, but that is yeah. that a lot of the musicians there they're doing something new um, but they they know the history and they bring that with I think Alistair Roberts does that I'm a big fan of I think Finlay Napier does that as well uh, and, and Cream Paul nobody does it better and of course she did a Scottish songbook songbook as well this yeah, this year, year. which was all about a celebration of, of Scottish music from the past and present too I think you'd always get a champion Catherine Joseph on yes. the show that album there was something special about that album as well well that was one when we bef- before just being a music fan, I, I remember her winning the award, and I, I, I'd never bought, hadn't got the album. Yeah. Don't know why I hadn't, hadn't got around to getting it, and then we, we played a couple of tracks on the show, and and been to see her life. No, she's amazing, she's very, just, very special indeed. Just, uh, you can't, I, I don't know how you can describe it, it's like the hairs on the back of your neck go up and stuff like that, because mm-hmm. we went to see her when she'd done the one and it was the mirrors and she was all dressed up sort of thing and she's quite aggressive on she was quite aggressive on stage at that because I've seen her at the debating chambers as well where, and she's joking with the crowd but that one she wasn't she was just sitting staring at the crowd and it was changing mirrors and stuff like that and it was like and it was like wowee and yeah. her voice just amazing but I think going back to the Scottish album it, it throws up so many different things because the Fergus McCready album it's not something that I would have ever if I'd read this is what it is it's not something that I would have played but listening yeah. to it do you know, and we did do a show based on it. We oh. done a, a show based on it. The last 20, we played a track from all 20. And maybe some of the stuff that we wouldn't necessarily have played or came across, undoubtedly we wouldn't have came across. And it's it's good and diverse. And again, to compare it to any other music award, there's the, you can enter for free. Mm-hmm. You're, you're not paying any money to put it in. So no. I don't. I, no. I, I struggle to see really much negative in it. I'm sure people will... Um, but it, it, it creates it, it, it creates a bit and gets it out there and stuff like that. Do you know, obviously, some albums maybe should get through that don't and things but like that's, that. That's that's happen, but that's personal. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. Choice, yeah. absolutely right. And uh, I mean, and, uh, a good example actually was the Anti Flow album that won it. Yeah, probably wouldn't have uh, listened to that much. You know, I'd heard some of his previous stuff and it's not really for me. And actually, I think it's fantastic. It's a real kind of tour, tour around the world. Go take it to Mexico. Yeah, well, that was again when I when it got down to the last twenty when we'd listen to the album. I can't remember who had wanted to win. Who did want to win? Was it Catherine Joseph? I think it possibly was at the time. You know, yeah. Um, it was Catherine Joseph, and I remember the Anti Flow album being one of the albums. I was like, oh, this is a surprise. Mm. I wasn't expecting that, and it was really enjoyed it. So, what about other favourite gigs of the year? What um, have you been at that you want to mention? I think there was one set for me from Lemon Drink that they'd done for part of the Flying Moon Festival, getting back to that. But the first time I saw them at that, I thought, wow, 
they were, that was they were brilliant. There was something just I didn't expect it. I wasn't sure what they were going to do. I'd heard they just signed to last night from Glasgow, so there's a kind of anticipation there that you think, well, this will be good. But what what's it going to be like? And then as soon as they started, I was just like, this is brilliant. Yes, yeah. you know they they looked like they were enjoying it. The crowds were enjoying it. It was just it was a great set. Um, so it was a really nice. Nice one for me. They're a fabulous band. I can't wait to, to hear what, yeah. more of what they do and see them live again, absolutely. Yeah. Couple. I know we did mention yeah. that, 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 that all day. That's just your answer for everything. Again, we just mentioned Catherine Joseph when I seen her at the debating chambers. I'm sure that yeah. was this year uh-huh. as well. Um, that was, she was fantastic. Um, oh, so Do you know Park for Mogwai, Twilight Sad. We missed Admiral Fowl, but for the Cure gig. Oh, yeah. No, we missed, uh, we we miss? missed, we missed Twilight Sad. I think we saw the last one. I'm feeling like yeah, we, we, I think stage. we get in for the, the last one. Well, I, I have a long loving uh, love affair with the Cure. They're the, probably the band that got me into music in the first place. So getting to see them again, because uh, I did see them the, the last time they played the Battlelands and the last two Scottish gigs, which were in the the playhouse seen them the two nights they played there they played I think it was a Friday Saturday and I was at both the gigs so to see that well I, I, had, I had seen them in Budapest as well but to see them again playing Glasgow yeah. was you know I do like the cure and getting to see Mogwai I know that's as not well. Scottish well we do like Mogwai we've, how many times we've seen one of the bands we've seen probably the most probably the, the most uh, yeah I'm probably put them up there but I've uh, seen Mogwai is just an experience in itself it's uh, it's, it's quite incredible yeah, it's quite incredible <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, um, talking about again going back to my obsession with pop this year uh, see Duncan I saw him play a couple of times I should have played the Mary Hill Community Hall and then he also played as part of the Glad Cafe Weekender which was another one yeah. of these uh, three day or two day events well I think that is the first time we've been at the Glad Cafe this year yes it was Yeah. and uh, you talk about fines but fine the Glad Cafe it's just a wonderful space ah, yeah. do you know it's a wonderful venue and you just think they put on so many good yeah. things, not just gigs, but you know, film showings. And well, even even you saying that, I'd never been into the Hug and Paint before. Ah, that's true. And went went to the Hug and Paint, and I remember thinking, oh, wouldn't I like to see this full? And then the very next time we went, it was sold out for rest, and it, it was like. Sad I made the major. I should know it's a schoolboy era, but I went to see Biz. You know, Biz did yeah. three nights of the launch of their uh, album, and I was right down the front uh, right beside the speaker as Biz gave it the full beans it was great I mean it was a great gig but oh my ears are ringing for oh, years it um, yeah it was great to, to comebacks maybe there it was great to see um, Biz come back and with an album of such quality aye um, I can spit one of these bands that kind of I think even Ian said at the time when he was on the show that there's such a divide between the love and hate with this. But, um, I never, I've never understood that. I never, I don't, I never ever got that. I, and I was never a big Bass fan, but I do like that album. Mm-hmm. That, and so it kind of came as a surprise to me because all I remember is Candy Pop. Aye. You know, that's what you kind of associate with them. And I think that's kind of done them a disservice. Oh, this, I think so. Yeah, in this, anyways, because they made some great re- records mm-hmm. uh, back, back in the, the 90s as well. Um, Martha Fionn as well, seen her live, I think. I saw twice this year. Mm-hmm. Um, both uh, live band, full band set, and then just her. She's another great songwriter. Yeah, do you know that? That was they were great sets as well. 
I'm struggling to think of anything because I've been in that so old age thing. because you just drink too much. <laughs> There's always that. Uh, <laughs> <when you're... laughs> um, but the, we say that a lot of these kind of... Uh, um, the venues, you know, you're seeing at the Glag for the first time, the Hugging Pint, and it's great that there are these, particularly the smaller venues, yeah. that are that's the perfect place for a lot of these bands. Yeah. Yes, you know that there are some, you see them there and you maybe never see them in that, that's what I thought about rest, I mean, I, this is great to see them in this size venue, because yeah. there's every chance they're not going to yeah, play this size venue again. Yeah. Um, but then sometimes you go and there's maybe just uh, five folk in the audience and six people on stage, but that can equally be as, uh, as interesting, you know, and, yeah. and it's good. Um, and yeah, you get mono, and you get too many oh, places is, to mention. There, there. Well, I think going back when I first started going to gigs, you either went to the garage or you went to King Tut's to see bands or the bar. Like, there wasn't this expanse of different places, but now there does. There seems to be so much more. I think there was always little venues, but it was just knowing that that, that was oh, going I, on, you know. And I think they they kind of um, hopefully they'll continue to work and be supported because it's not it's not an easy thing to do. But I think we had spoken about this at some I think it was yourself who spoke to about this, but you're at things sometimes and you want to go out and just get people in off the street and say, come and watch this, this is brilliant. You need to actually see what's but I think that's part of the here. problem with so many gigs going on. I'm not saying there should be less <laughs> so that I can go to them all. But it is a problem because you've only you've got um people who are real crazy music fans who want to see live music and it's just such a shame that there's so many clashes yeah. every weekend in particular um, a, you know like Cloth had their album launched recently and poor old Attic Lights you see me getting the shot in the stick were playing across the road with Astrid uh, and Sleazy mm. what a double bill that is yeah no that's true um, aye but I'm still trying to think of gigs <laughs> 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 I don't know what else we've been at yeah, no, you were both at the last night from Glasgow all day. Yeah, so, yeah. well, that was that. that for for me. I was desperate to see uh, Broken Chanter, and I know we've mm-hmm. spoken about that. And but well, that's another one actually. The what we were was it Larbert? No. Oh, the Shuffle Down Festival. Yeah. Yeah. That, was it Larbert that was in? Yeah, it's Larbert. It's just Larbert. Who puts on gigs in Larbert? Can't wait to sleep. That's Larbert. And they could watch the Bear, uh, Paper Machine Music. Yeah, um, Broken Chanter was there. Um, I can't remember the guy. Uh, I remember the guy. He's on Pictish Records. (laughs) (laughs) It's getting late. It's getting late. I was only at that. Who plays an accordion? Oh, I don't know. Who's an accordion? Callum Easter. Ah, Callum Easter is good. I think Callum Yeah, Callum Easter played at that, yeah. Well, it was nice because I got to take Aria along, who's um, five, so that was her first gig. Ah, brilliant. Which was nice. Mm. But she could only stay to a certain time, so I had to leave before Broken Chatter came on. Yeah, well, we've taken um, Iona to see I, uh, Idols. She does like Idols right enough, but we are taking her to see uh, Twilight Sad on Saturday night. Oh, nice. Uh, the Usher Hall. Fantastic. So, uh, so it's nice that you can actually take, because again... Martha Fionn's doing something in Edinburgh, I think in January, uh-huh. and it's an afternoon thing where you can take your kids and all that, right? We're going to see, yeah, we're going to a gig together. <laughs> dragging, dragging me along <laughs> another gig. And I'm quite excited we're going to see, on Thursday, I'm going to see, uh, on the 5th of December, uh, Admiral Fallow. Oh, yeah. yes. Now, Admiral Fallow, I've had a soft spot for them for yeah, a long, long yeah, time, yeah. and it's good to see them coming back, and hopefully they've got new material coming soon. Yeah, they're a fine band. Is that yeah. St. Luke's? Yeah, St. Luke's, I think yeah. I've 
not, you've just sparked my memory. I think I might see you there. <laughs> um, so, as we said at the very beginning, this is uh, part one of uh, a two-part look back yes. at uh, Scottish music. So, I think uh, that's the perfect place to uh, end part one. And uh, I'll see you guys at Cumberland FM very soon. But uh, in the meantime, thanks, Mark, and thanks, Gary. And we'll be back soon with um, someone completely different and probably another best-off list, to be honest. Cheers. (laughs) 